tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Are you ready to dive deep? Episode by episode. Storyline by storyline. Character by character. As we break down the making of your favorite zip code. With your host. Charles Rose. Did I say that? Yeah. Harry Mullen. Thing about the, the, the real person. And we go, what? We'll get rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crushworthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions. Live on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Oh, yeah. Well, it is time. I saw Lisa just posted Viva Las Vegas. It is time for Viva Las Vegas because here we are on the Beverly Hills 90210 show and uh, our buddies Charles and Larry are in Las Vegas. How's how's it going, guys? Charles? It's 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 been wild. You know, they, we came up here, had no idea when we first said maybe six weeks ago, we, we, we looked at our calendars and realized that we were... Uh, had an overlap and uh, that it would be this open. There are a lot of people in Vegas. And wow. in May 1st, oh, I'm, you're hearing my echo, aren't you? I am hearing your echo. I don't know what that's what that's all about. What's that all about, Lair? Anyway, um, it's packed here. Lots Did you of leave people. studio, come back Lots in. Well, listen, you guys have been busy. I want to show you guys, as you guys work through the technical thing, I'm going to try to show you what's been happening with you two in Las Vegas. Great. Faithful, we are in Vegas. It is amazing here. I have to say, I haven't been in a while. Uh, I'm having a good time already. Uh, I've got my Ray Pruitt shirt. I thought maybe he was playing here, wasn't he? Anyway, hope everyone enjoys tonight's show. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. We are in a wedding chapel here, and I just want to show you, we're really excited about Brendan and Stuart's wedding, but we want to reenact one important part of it, 2021 style. This is going to be what happened actually at the end there, and here we come on to it now. Stop the wedding! You haven't been vaccinated. <laughs> this is not the Silver Bell Chapel, but we can imagine the excitement of our characters all sitting here waiting for Brendan Stewart to get married. I'm so excited. Chuck, you know, I'm is so, so excited. excited. And, and that is Zach. Zach does not have any meth for us, even though he did play. I didn't bring meth to the wedding. I'm so sorry he didn't bring meth to the wedding. Something illegal. But something illegal. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. All right, we're out of this wedding chapel before they throw us out. But the Silver Bell Chapel no longer exists, but this one will have to do. So people, you know, all the time they ask me, what have you done since doing 90210? And I want you to come here since we're in Vegas. The TV's covers here. What, see the stools right here? Well, I come here every afternoon and I play cool blackjack. And I've never lost. 
not once in in well 25 years that I've been coming here and I worked so many times I actually own the hotel now and it's a very it's all right he gets very excited when he comes to Vegas. I'm he, so he excited I'm so Everybody excited. Goes. Everybody goes. I'm about to lose control and I just can't take me. Ah! <laughs> so I was coming down here to do this bit, right? And I knew I needed a change of clothes because I just jumped in the pool. And I had my bag, my big bag. Here's this, oh no, 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 you don't need a big bag. Put it in the slate bag here. And she started putting things in because she tries to mother me many times. She didn't put the clothes in here, and I didn't put the clothes here. So now I gotta walk through the casino. They wet. How embarrassing is this? How This is real life, kids. If you're thinking about going into show business, it's a dangerous game. <laughs> you guys, you guys are having way too much fun in in, uh, in Las Vegas. That's great. Very That's, good. All right. Yeah, that was the very little comedy. But I couldn't get Aaron to laugh. She's like, I think she's appalled. <laughs> Larry, how about you? Having a good time out in Vegas? Looks like it's a blast. Larry, we oh, hang on, I muted you. Hang on, I'm sorry. Oh. You gotta, um, hey. you gotta, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, uh, yeah, we've been having a really good time. Uh, you know, it's been a good time to come to Vegas uh, because even though Chuck says there are a lot of people here, they're really not like. A lot of people like the way Vegas is. It's sure, it's, uh, it's a lot of breathing room and uh, all the fun's here. The great food, but we want to celebrate this show, this particular show, which is so important because it was a you know. And Chuck tells the story. Of, uh, I'll, I'll set him up. I'll team up on here because the show moved to college, and the network was really worried about uh, what that all meant, and so they needed a, like a standalone story. And. And it was important that if we were, you know, given given the variable at that point that was Brenda, she was it started in Minnesota, she'd come back, and you know, we're we gonna just shoehorn her into college or give her her own story. And as we're trying to work this out, we the, the season starts and Melrose gets better ratings than we do for the first time, and the management, the new management, flips out. Mm. And they put a lot of pressure on my executive, John Littman, Jonathan Littman, who uh, became um, uh, Bruckheimer's partner in all television, CSI and stuff like that. But and he put started to put pressure on me. And I said, no, no, our relationship, we've been doing this now for I don't want to have that happen. Um, we're going to be your number one show again very quickly. We're going to do it. Brenda's going to elope and it's going to be during sweeps in Vegas because we had just been to Vegas. Vegas is cool. And uh, we we had not worked it out yet, but but this is what the this art came out. So of. We had to have Brenda fall in love with someone. Yes. And speaking we, we of that person, Brenda fall in love with someone. That's right. Yes. Boom. And how lucky we are. Someone. David Gale. Is the someone, David Gale, aka Stewart. Man, it is so good to see you. How are you, man? I'm great. Great to be here. That I, it's the first time I uh, I heard the backstory uh, about how this. Uh, Arc came about. This, came up, yeah, yeah. Well, the it, idea it was that, very important. It was really uh, important for the and it was a real show. Beverly Hills story. In fact, he's he's kind of based on a on a guy who was a year ahead of me in high school, a very wealthy family, very wealthy developer family, and and there was a lot of pressure on him, and uh, and and he and he's had a checkered life because of it. But in those early years, 
you know, it was it was that notion of being I've got all the money and therefore because I have all the money, I'm going to have beautiful girls. I'm, I'm who's going to be on my, you know, the need to do that always couched in. I got to please dad. And so that I knew that that yeah. was a Beverly Hills story. So before we, get into all of, before we get into all this, I want to bring on Chelsea. She's a super fan of David Gale and of Stuart. So we wanted to, we always love to give our fans an opportunity to say hello and all of that. Chelsea, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. It's always great. I'm so happy to see you came out of hiding. Yes, I think that the charm of Stuart Carson brought me out. Very good. What a good, very good. It really was a lot of charm. Yes, it was. Chelsea, do you have any questions for for David about Stuart? Um, yeah, I I just want to say like thank you for everything you brought to the character. I mean, I say this storyline with Brendan Stewart is my favorite of season four. It's just like there's these four episodes leading up to this, and it's these are the episodes I can put on if I'm like stressed or sick or whatever. And it's just it's fun, it's romantic, it's just I love it. And the see, the thing is, like with the Vegas episode, she's 18, he's 24. They've known each other three weeks, and they're getting married. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. every time I watch, I get swept up in the romance. I'm like, marry him, marry him. Just, <laughs> it's yeah, just it sucks. Me in it is so good and like even and because he's charming and he's romantic but he is sincere as well with like with some of the things he says at the end of their first date he's like do you have any plans for the rest of the week or how about for the rest of your life and I'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> I'm buying into it and the thing and like John Sears at the same time is talking to Kelly with similar type of stuff, but he's smarmy and he's slimy. But right. Stuart has this sweetness about him. And then you you add in like the insecurities with his father and everything, which just makes him more real, more relatable, and more likable. And yeah. I just love it. But I just have to mention there's this one thing that I think sums up the whole character for what I liked about it. Where Brenda and Brandon are in the car and um Brandon's like so are you saying this guy's all together? And Brendan's like, let me put it this way. There's been no one in my life, including Dylan McKay, who's ever known how to, and Brendan's like, how to what? She's like, how to woo. And Brendan's like, you uh, think Stuart gives good woo? She's like, the best. And he charmed, but there was a sincerity with it. That, right. yeah. yeah, I just love it. Well, thank you, thank you for that. And it was a great, it was a great character. And I, I have a story behind that. Uh, you know, uh, Chuck, you were talking about how it, how it came about, uh, but um, the the arc of the story. But you know, I was working, I was working on the uh, script with uh, an acting coach, Howard Fine, and I remember. <laughs> Howard yeah. Fine is a major acting coach, by the yeah. way. Everybody, yeah. it, it, and uh, he was, uh, and I was. There was a line in there, and there were a lot of them. But I was trying to, you know, it's 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 such a great character because normally when you when I have a role and you're playing a straight character, a straight like a you know he's not bad, he's not super good, he's just kind of even keel. It, it's it, it can be difficult for me, and this this is how this came about. How it, the character clarified? I asked Howard Fine. There was a line that said. Um, uh, something like kisses with uh, I can't uh, have just uh, kisses with you 
are like eating potato chips. You can't have just one. And I said, and I said to Howard, I said, how do I, how can I say that? I could, do I throw it away? He goes, no, you don't throw it away. That's this guy. He believes every word and he means it. And you, you have to, you, you go with that part of the character. And that really, uh, along with everything else and being rich and having the problems, like you said, Chelsea, with the, with the father, uh, with his father and, and, uh, and everything that in that moment, I just went, it just, it just made the whole character run for me. And I, and that's how I invested so deeply in every bit of it. I found the way and it was, then I found all the complexities, all the difficulties, this guy, you know, he had a lot of things on his shoulder that a lot of emotions that he was going through, you know, a lot of things playing on him, but yeah, it was, it was really kind of a aha moment, you know, for sure. All right, yeah, Chelsea, yeah. we're going to say goodbye to you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank Yeah, and, oh, that was really awesome. Thank right. you. We'll see you soon. Bye. And then somebody in Las Vegas wanted to say hello to you, David. So this is Zach Throne. Hey, Zach. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, dude? <laughs> it's a spelling company reunion we're having. Oh, <laughs> I was watching you last night. They sent me uh, the Vegas episode. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Hang on, yeah, yeah. Hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, uh, he's so excited he has to make himself up. Uh, <laughs> I got to turn the light up. Go ahead. Go and ahead. I was watching, and I and I was watching with my girlfriend, and I was like, I know this actor from somewhere. Like I know know him. And she's like, where? And then I looked you up, and you were on the round table, and you and and I was on the Heights. That's right. And we used to hang out and go out to dinner right. in the old we hung out, like a lot in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the old. And I was like, I know story. him. I, yeah, in, in Kitsilano. In Kitsilano, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's cool place. Place. How have you been? I've been great, man. Good. I've been awesome. Good. I've been in yeah. Vegas now 10 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we had good times back then. That was we had a lot great times. A lot of fun. Yeah. David, before we came on, you were talking about getting on this show. Um, you weren't once not, you weren't Stuart first. Everybody talks about you being a different character at first, right? <laughs> you were the bellhop at, a, at the hotel. Right. So yeah, how, did so you get the, how did you get into this world of Aaron Spelling, 90210, all of this? Okay. So, I, you know, I, I was new into LA, maybe three, no, no, two years. I had done maybe five guest, guest stars, you know, uh, Doogie Hauser and a couple others. And uh, I had this audition for this show, 90210. And I, uh, Read for the casting director, went in to meet the producers in the Spelling Entertainment Building in the, uh, the theater uh, uh, room, uh, whatever, in the theater. And and I was reading for a character that was uh, the first time I met Aaron and, and everyone. And it was, it was uh, for, a I think, a recurring role or possibly more. And I, I started to read, and I could tell... Uh, you know, I just wasn't doing that well. And so afterwards, my agent called and said, uh, you know, I think it was, might have been Harry Gold. And uh, he said, Harry's uh, yeah. our friend. Yes. Yeah. And he said, no, nah, you know, uh, here, here, let, me, let me tell you what happened. I go, okay. <laughs> he goes, uh, you didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but they liked you a lot. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so they're going to give you a smaller role. They said you were green and that 
we'd like you to go to acting classes. And, and I said, uh, you know, uh, specific acting classes. I think that's how I got hooked up with Howard Fine. Uh, or I think Harry did it. But anyway, the point is, is that I went in for one role. I got this bellhop. And um, so it was just a, a small, uh, uh, you know, arc. But uh, it was, uh, or whatever, a couple scenes. And, uh, yeah, but that started the relationship with Aaron. Uh that was, you know, I did four shows with them, three series regulars. And, and uh, you know, when I came back, it was such a shock. I was asking, how can I possibly come back? I mean, I'm, you know, they have close-ups on me and everything. I mean, how can I possibly come back? But it worked. I mean, yeah. you know, it was a totally you were too good to waste. You know that 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 song wasn't me. It's kind of like that. <laughs> 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 we did that also, also with uh, uh, Gordon. Cur was it Gordon Curry? The uh, played cousin Bob. The, uh, that played uh, a dope dealer in season six. I'm curious for you, Charles. Though, does that come up in your world? Like he was the bellhop. We can't have we or or does it not matter? Well, it didn't matter so much on 902, <laughs> you know, just because, look, it, when we played um, in an Isn't It Romantic and we played that guy who played the father in that scene, I needed a father. There was no way at that point we were in a position to get an actor with the, the magnitude of Josh Taylor. Right. So, you know, we, we didn't, it, it, the part was almost a nothing. And I think that, and now, because I do these podcasts, I've learned you that, that actually um, Kelly Taylor had a father. Right. We we we, yeah. we had we fathers waited. coming in and out all the time. We, you know, <laughs> you know this. So it just wasn't something that um, we. I guess it was still a holdover in some ways of being in the spelling company. You know, back to the era of the seventies, maybe when television just what people didn't take it quite as seriously. Certainly, even, the, and at that point when here we were in the 90s and we, we, our audience takes our show seriously, nonetheless, in general, I think people are much more serious about stuff now in the artistry of television. You know, uh, as I've said, um, you know, one of the challenges of doing the show was that uh, the three leads all wanted to be movie stars. Mm -hmm. and, and that today, I don't think you see it in the same way because you can... You, it, now everything's so blended, you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think uh, David. Or, um, I don't think. I think the part of Stewart, as I remember, Aaron just told us they wanted us to look at this guy. I think I don't think there was really an open casting on the part. It was not an open casting. Yeah, I mean, which was really cool. And then to see you on the screen, and there was real good chemistry, which right away between you and uh, I think the first director you had was Jim Meckhouse, actually, too. Yeah. Uh, and you know. And uh, so you get delivered as as the blind date of the sun. And then uh, there's really good cue. What was it like working with Shannon? Oh, uh, Shannon was great. I mean, you know, in the beginning when I came on the show, um, it, it was, um, you know, they were already go rolling. You, they were already in their own groove and everything. And so it, it was, but I was, I was quiet. I was patient. Um, Shannon, um, I don't know. She was um, she was very nice, but we didn't talk a whole lot. So we I we kind of just jumped into these scenes that were pretty pretty heavy, um, and I didn't really have much conversation with her in the beginning. But after a couple of you know, I think maybe an episode or two, uh, we we got along great, and we 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 had a really good relationship. Uh, 
we talked about the scenes, we worked on them, and and it was it was it was fun. Yeah. It looks. I mean, it looks. It's great. I mean, it looks like you know, it's it's a good. I mean, looking at it now, she seems really happy on, and in love. The, the chemistry, and, and you know, we we examine all the kisses a, a lot here, and I thought the kissing <laughs> looked really good. Uh, you were in bed with her in the beginning of the Vegas show, right? I mean, yeah. it just starts off with them in, in bed. And, and she and Aaron maybe can count the number of times. Shan, we never, we didn't show in in the those seasons. The first five, we did many of our characters under the sheets. Correct. Yeah. You know, right. maybe. That Tiffany once and Brenda a couple of times, and that was about it. Yeah, it's very no, growing up. We, we, we had a really good, really good time together. We had I, I enjoyed working with her and uh, talking with her. Actually, did you have a kissing question, Larry? No, no, I, 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 I think we covered it. No, like I said, it was, it was all <laughs> working the there. Larry well, always asks, "How was the well, kiss?" Yeah. I usually well, don't put any. Kiss was fantastic, actually. Was Did like, she give you rules was, before you kissed? Was there no. a, like a? That's okay. That's great. I mean, so she just no, went for no, it. No rules. Uh, no rules. I love it. It was um, exciting. She didn't. Uh, she didn't. It's also because during this thing, and Chuck, was it? Did it happen before the? We actually shot this episode, or after that she actually eloped herself. I think it was after we shot this episode, right? Right after she eloped. Shannon, you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, Shannon. It was right. Yeah, yeah. I, that I can't. I don't remember to be truthful. You know, you could have. You could have married. Yes. Her no, it was life imitating art. Yes, we had yeah, already. It was done really it. life. In, I mean, it was amazing that it happened. She she had such a good time with you. She decided to try it up with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the whole although, engagement although, thing. We, yeah, but we didn't put her in a, a bathrobe. Um, she was married in a bathrobe. Oh, I see. Interesting. Number. No, you maybe not. David, um, oh, I didn't know that. You, so you meet Aaron. You start doing some stuff from. How did you get back onto nine hundred two one zero? I just got the call for. Actually, uh, I, I don't remember exactly. I just got the call from my agent. I think at that time it was innovative, and they called and said, um, um, "You know, yeah, they want you back in, at nine hundred two one zero." And I said, "Well, what for?" Uh, and they said there, there's a role. I said as developed. They go no, a different different role altogether. We'll send you the script. And um, I was kind of shocked. And yeah, and somewhere in there also, uh, Charles uh, Chuck, right? I can call you. Yeah, Chuck. I'm a friend's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I always called you Chuck. So, uh, you know, you wrote a, a, a something that really helped me in my career i think uh you wrote something for the la times in the calendar in like well i didn't write it i actually just took took the phone call and oh, talked yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well you it was you remember it It was really nice it was it was unbelievable you were very nice to me and i wanted to thank you for that but uh wow. yeah that was that was wonderful i, I remember just it there. you know it was just you know, they paid me. I'd say anything. You know, how it <laughs> you know no, I paid you. <laughs> I, yeah. You don't remember the? You didn't get it. I got. You so know, I Chelsea's got, a big crazy. You know, Chelsea who really was uh, on earlier. She really uh, is is very critical of the show. So the fact that she really loves she was means a lot. But Aaron, you were, and what I want to just I was going to say what is Aaron, Aaron you yeah. were saying you shared that article with me earlier. Do you want to tell me what the article what Chuck actually said in the article about uh, David? Do you remember? I need to pull that up, but yeah, yeah. I'll say real quick while she's doing that. You know, uh, what the real, the funny uh, uh, moment was when they called me back after we had had this, uh, uh, you know, uh, marriage, and then and 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 it was kind of it just was open ended. It was left open. When I got the phone call that they wanted me back, and they actually someone 
called me. I don't think it was Aaron, but someone talked to me about it and said, look, I think it might have been Aaron, actually, we talked. He said, look, we've got to we've got to get the audience to let go of you. We've got to bring you back, and you're going to go on this camping trip. She locks the keys in the car, and the uh, and and you and you you just this have is to- so fucking fascinating to me. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you, David. He, that he would pick up the phone. This is a man. I said, Aaron, you know, why don't you put your name on as an executive producer? You're you know, we're you're on this now. The union. We don't have a union, and it's not a non-union show anymore. If you would, so he's telling you what we, you know, doing. By the way, I was going to tell you that that part of the keys, losing the keys in this, is was my life. And Larry and knows with yeah. this because he knows I leave things. It was my life, yeah. and I, oh, wow. I had my meltdown in front of Karen, and we had been dating like two months, six weeks. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think and this we was an earthquake show too. Land. I think this was and we were in a episode. fantasy land, and then all of a sudden I freak out because I lose. Keys. This scene really matters. And for him to say what we're doing, he'd read the script, and then all of a sudden, I guess we were all aware. But you know, to, yeah. Just, yeah. Anyway, that's an aside. You well, I, 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 but anyway, I think he. Uh, I, I think he was. It sounded like he wanted to convey to me, like, look, don't be likable. Don't be charming. Don't be anything. You really, you know, I, I felt like it was something like that. Uh, that he was trying to make wow. sure that I, that I, I. That's true. Aaron was would get nervous, and he would want to make the the key word you put there. The clause make sure he had to make sure that you understood what our intentions were, because yeah. he wouldn't be in the room for the tone meeting. And, right. and and we've talked about tone meeting. Every TV show has a tone meeting, and a, a decent showrunner will be at that tone meeting. Basically, it's with between the director in front of the producer. And, and really, the bigger shows have to have this because you never be by that way. You the writer and the writers were always invited, you know, to get up all the nuance of the script, everything that possibly we could want. We're telling the director because it's unfair for it as Zach and you both know, David, it's unfair for the when a producer comes on the set. Oftentimes, it'll undermine the relationship between mm-hmm. the actor and the sure. director. And that was pointed out to me, and I never really went back to the set very much because it was a, a way to to circumvent authority sometimes. But you know, looking uh, back at that, there's something interesting because you were so damn likable. We had to make sure that you were unlikable so we could release her from you. You know, otherwise, yeah, I don't remember ever saying hearing well, that, Larry. I don't either. That's, but we did. I did that I'm that's, reacting to uh, most because that was, you know, the thinking was, you, you, you're not, you know. The thinking was we we knew that you weren't going to be marrying her, and right. it didn't whatever we would do with Brenda after this wouldn't matter to us or I think our audience as long as it, what we did with her um, seemed plausible. Right, I got it. You and know, I got to tell you, it was, was always the key. Go ahead, David. It was absolutely. It, it was so much fun. Again, the character gave so much. To, uh, you know, there was so much to play there. You know, uh, you know, from from the locking the keys into the car and then blaming it on her to my dad, and then her. To, and well, then I was her. never that bad, you know. No, I, <laughs> I, I, had to draw a I just used mine as inspiration. Sure, uh, right. You know, it was David. Yeah, my my member of this show is this show happened when the Northridge quake happened. We were yeah. This was yeah. that was the other thing we were luckily filming away from this the studio when the quake wow. happened. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. Aaron, Aaron, what was the thing that did you pull that up? What yeah, you? it's from the LA Times, October 12, nineteen ninety three. Um, he's very talented, very intelligent, and he's a good looking guy. Said executive producer Charles Rosen. You put that combination together, and it works really well for the intimacy of television. And then he adds, David didn't get cast because he's a handsome guy. He got cast because he's a terrific actor. Really awesome stuff. Yeah. All true. Thank and you. I also, the yeah, nice, the, the that's, nice story, that's good ink. Yeah. yeah. But so when I'm talking good. about the, uh, the, the um, intimacy of television, you know, it really is, and not the television of today, because the television today blends with movies, as we were just sure. saying, and you get scope. But in those years, it was the, it, I thought it was a medium, medium close uh, um, medium. That's what it was. It, you didn't need to have the sweep in this. It was nice to have it, but the real moments were, were medium close. You know, TVs were small. Again. TVs were very small. Yeah, they were in, not, you know, 30 uh, inch TV was giant. Yeah. Now, David, before we, we were talking earlier, you told me a, a Luke Perry story from when you were the bellhop, right? That uh, I think yeah. the fans would really enjoy you sharing. And we're going to do that episode at one of these days. It's, that's a that's an also a kind of a seminal transitional episode in oh, huge. Yeah. Uh, for so many reasons. Uh, but basically, our relationship with the network changed immediately after um, the, the, the Palm Springs show. So well, it was always, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Sure. The line. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, uh, I was telling Peter, uh, you know, the first time I – went on set for nine, uh, 902 and uh, I was walking into a big room. Um, it's another, it was a, it was a set just uh, next to the, uh, where they were shooting and everyone was in their director chairs and I, they were, it was like an Island of director chairs. And I was walking towards it and I was like, Oh boy, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, um, I, don't, I forget the analogy. I, 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 I said to you, Peter, uh, but um, it was uh, uh, it was a little ominous. Uh, I was a little like, okay, what what do I do, you know? And this guy stands up like on his chair and goes, "Are you David Gale?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm David Gale." He goes, "Welcome to the show, man." And he goes, "And you know, this is," and he started introducing me to everyone. And that was Luke. And, yeah. we, and we stayed yeah. friends for you know, the show's while. ambassador for the inner inner workers. Oh, that's the show. wonderful to hear. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And immediately I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm, you're I'm, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a fun, you know, it was a fun episode, and I know he was feeling good, and he was feeling good about himself and the show and all of that. Then, so it's great that he shared that. Yeah, it yeah. really helped a lot. I was, I, I just felt like, like wow, I was like, I, I admired him in that moment. You know, immediately I just went, now oh, that's a guy. Who handles himself right you know who <clears throat> welcome welcome me and i i did that in the uh, later on in shows that i had when guest stars would come on i remembered what he did and i found a way to invite those people on you know and introduce myself or whatever yeah uh charles talk to me about writing some of this some of these scenes and bringing stewart in and you know what that process was like i have a couple of scenes we can share but do you want to talk a little bit about writing some of this in this particular episode or or the stewart character i think generally 
No, let's look at the scenes. I, I, I'd rather you know riff off that to the truth rather than make a blanket right. statement well, coming into yeah. it. I got it to just, write one which you I know, did You like. remember that all the actors, all the characters, is we're focusing on the characters, not the actors. So it's it's utilitarian. Right. It's, he's doing this and this. It isn't. It isn't that much self consciousness of it. You, I need to move it here. I've got to put this. This is the story here. We're just filling the gaps. It be it, it, it is you know it, it it get it stays a little more abstract well not abstract it stays a little more impersonal. Mm. Larry, what were you saying? No, I just I, I remember it wasn't one of the episodes I saw, but I remember writing this episode where Brenda uh, visits uh, Stuart the Carson Mansion. Oh you know, yeah, that was and the they most sneak fun. away from the kids and they're oh yeah pinball and they and they get it on a bit in the house. I remember that that I, I just really enjoyed we're playing right. pinball. I just remember that. That's part. right. And I forget which episodes that's from because it was really cool. And pinball was an yeah. important thing to the spelling uh uh karma because Aaron, uh, Candy had given Aaron a uh personalized pinball customized, machine customized I should say for his birthday and it like You'd hit a bumper and it would be the voices of Charlie's Angels and this and this. It was very, very wow. clever. So pinball is in the fabric yeah. of our. Um, but David, yeah, they, they sneak away. Yeah, we they were talking about yeah. your relationship with Aaron, and you had a couple of fun Aaron spelling stories. You want to share a couple of those before I show these clips? Um, the, well, there was. I'm one. more interested in the Duke Vincent stories, actually. <laughs> you want to hear? Duke yeah. was my our buddy a little bit more in that regard. Oh, for the Duke Vincent story that you had. I mean, Aaron was very, very kind and very, you know, he 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 would uh he would say it like it is to me. You know, he would pull me outside the room. He told my dad one time, he said, uh, your son's gonna love uh Atlanta, Georgia. And so I was nervous. I came out of the producer uh audition and and, and he's and my dad, you know, he's kind of a country guy, and he goes, you got it, son. And I said, uh, "What do you, what do you Dad? You don't, you don't know. You have no idea what I got." He goes, "No, you got it." And I was like, "Dad," he goes, "He goes, you don't know what he said to me." I go, "What did he, what did he say to you?" And he says, "Your son's gonna love Atlanta, Georgia, where we shot Savannah." So anyway, that's that. E. Duke Vincent, though, E. Duke Vincent, one time came on that set of Savannah. And at the time, I didn't realize that, you know, when you're shooting the shows after the scenes, it's all that camera's on for a few seconds. Afterwards. And uh, yeah, you know, this Life act, I do know learned this. by the actor. And, I know uh, <laughs> and uh, I, we were in Buckhead at a steakhouse. Duke had come to visit the show because Aaron didn't fly. Obviously, you know that. And uh, he uh, we were at this restaurant and I went to the restroom and. I was washing my hands or something, and I turned around. The door, bam, comes in. And he goes, "Hey!" I turned to him, and he literally does his elbow up to right, runs me to the wall, and I'm on my feet. I'm, I'm off my feet, off my feet, uh, on my tippy toes. I'm like, "What?" He goes, "You just like me." And I said, "What?" what did, I was, I was like shocked. He goes, "You're a." You're a cocky son of a bitch. And I said, he goes, but I like you. And then he let me down. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know if that was a warning or what. There was a lot of alcohol involved. I think. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> just like, well, you, I was going to ask you, how much did you have to drink, David, if you want to be just like Duke? Uh, I don't know. But here's another story. On uh, the same show, I was, uh, we were in the second season. Uh, we had shot, I think, 12, and then we went, we, we were shooting. Uh, I forget how it went. But anyway, yeah, we shot 12, and we came back for one 
we shot it was a mid-season replacement and then we came back for uh, another season anyway um it we it, robin lively and i were dating and we had gone to new york uh and it was uh, winter and it was that time of that big storm up there the, the huge storm in manhattan to shut everything down i think it was i don't know when 96 97 or something and um we were in the hotel and we were trying to get flights out because we had to shoot like I think it was Saturday and we had to shoot on Monday. So we were trying to get flights out on Sunday when, and uh, we hadn't been able to get any flights. Out. So I made a call to my agent and they made a call to the set uh, to uh, spelling and said, look, uh, David and uh, you know, Robin uh, aren't going to be able to make the show on there whenever we had to shoot because they can't fly out. And that was that was crazy and there were no commercial flights so we got a call from duke he's like oh no we got a call from uh my agent he said look uh Aaron, uh, spelling called us uh and timmy they said uh duke uh, is working on getting you out of there he knows someone uh, uh who knows someone that flies uh, or he says he could even he could even fly or this that, and the other and uh, they're gonna try it so we get this call that we need to go to Jersey, to some airport, and uh, that, that that's possibly where we're going to go, and that, and that we're going to, you know, fly get a storm when no one else in their right mind would fly. We're supposed to get on the plane, and I swear, I swear to you, and I, I, I thought about. It, I said, okay, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a servant, you know, I'm like, sure, okay, and I remember hanging up, and I, and and I. I told Robin, and I, and I thought about it for a second. I called my aunt. I go, no, man. No, we're not flying out in this blizzard. I was terrified. <laughs> he, he was like, he was adamant. You're going to make it. We're going to get you here. No problem. I used to fly planes in the war or something. I don't know what he did. But it was Blue Angel. Yeah. But, Larry, so, you, have, you have your own. Yeah, because I did fly in the storm with him. It was terrifying, but I we survived. Oh, but, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going, coming out of Cabo, but going back to L.A. You I got to talk to John Perret about comments. that. He's the only one around who can still verify that story. <laughs> uh, yeah, smart move, man. That was good. <laughs> he was a – I kind of – you know what? It was Duke. So, I kind of – I was almost like, you know, I know he's a man of action. You know, I was like, mm. this might be – this either, either I die or it's very cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I think you had one other Aaron story about running into him at a casino, right? That you. Were, oh, you I was in. Oh, yeah, I was in Vegas. I was with uh, my ex girlfriend at the time. We were there at the Hard Rock Hotel, and we we're at the bar, not in the casino part, but around in the restaurant area at the bar, having a drink. And um, someone came up behind me, and it was a some. Someone from Spelling, I can't remember who it was, and she was said, "Hey, I said, oh hey, how how are you?" And, and we were talking. And I said, "Oh man, I love Aaron. He's great." He goes, "Well, you should say hi." I go, "I will, I will." I, I, I when I get back to like, no, he's right over there. I turn around. There's a table of like I don't know twenty producers, people from Air, uh, Spelling Entertainment. I imagine maybe you guys were there. Uh, uh, Might have been somebody, one or two of you were there, and. I turned around. It was everyone that I knew from Spelling Entertainment. You know, you know, there's a lot of people. He gets up from the other side of the table, walks around, and you know, he's kind of a small guy, and he's shorter than me. And he leaned up, he pulled my head down, and he kissed me four times. One on each here, 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 here. 
And uh, it was, you know, he he was always. Well, that's like, the difference between Aaron and Duke. He'll kiss you here, 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 and Duke will just push you against the wall. They <laughs> have the styles. That's what made them work so well. Like a mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, it's like. But he said, he said he said something to you in that conversation, right? He was gonna. Uh, oh, uh, make no, you make you no, start. Yeah, he said, oh, lover. No, that was a that was a different time. Um, I he uh, I, f- I forget exactly where it was. I, it might have been there actually. He had said to me, he goes, "Look, oh, it was when the show one of the shows got canceled. I think it was." Um, Either a round table or uh, at, you know when I left uh, 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 Robin's Hoods when Robin's Hoods you know he did that uh, um, you did Robin's Hoods uh, yeah I was uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, that Danny was Burke. that was that whole yeah. thing about the spelling one to have his own network I was going to yeah. say it was it was, it was, it was, it was a network get his own network show yeah. and I think it, it helped to kill the man. I, I really do. I mean, they, because it, it just didn't catch on. He tried to and, pre-sell and everything. There were so many hour shows. And his development executives, while I like them, you know, I had nothing to yeah. do with them. They weren't the premier development executives. And there wasn't a really enough money to make the shows be any different than what was going on in network. And I always, I, it was a hard gig for all the people who did Robin's Hoods. There was about... Three others, right? Yeah, you know, three other well, people. Roundtable, maybe Linda it was Pearl. one of them. And Linda no, Roundtable was NBC. Oh, well, Roundtable was Fox. That was real. Yeah, that was yeah. real. Oh. He, had, uh, he pre-sold, I think, 22 episodes. Yeah, he pre-sold everything. The world and, and, uh, and then when you pre-sell it, you got to make it. And it was very mm-hmm. stressful. Aaron, you've heard me talk about that in you know season four, season five. We were much more removed. That's why I'm reacting a little bit to... Um, mm-hmm. You know, you'd be talking about the keys because they were. He had so many other obligations. We at least were a machine. We ran. Right. We right. knew what we were doing, but you know, at that point. But anyway, well. he said. He said. So, so anyway, he said to me, he goes, you know, the show Robinson. I think it was Robinson's. It was canceled, and uh, he said, "Listen, you know, I love you. You're great. Uh, don't worry. We're gonna find something else for you. I'm gonna put you in everything I can. You're gonna be. A, I'm gonna make you a star." And I, I can't tell you to hear that as a, as an actor in Hollywood, you know, coming, it, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's funny because it's bigger now than it was then. It was so big that I couldn't even, I couldn't even digest it. I couldn't even, I didn't realize, you know, mm. but it was, it felt good. I mean, it was, it was amazing, but he, 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 he was really uh, sweet to me. You know? Very cool. Nice. All right. Here's some stuff of you. It's a beautiful right. couple. Come on. It would make me very proud if you let me make the announcement. Bill, oh, mother, please. Oh, absolutely. Linda. 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 Jim, do something. Stop the music. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the happiest moments of my life. Not only because we're celebrating my son and daughter-in-law's 20 years of blissful matrimony, But because tonight, I have the honor of announcing the engagement of my granddaughter, Brenda Walsh, to Mr. Stuart Carson. What? Look at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Andrew's got Matthew Peretta there. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so great. And that's uh, right. actually, Matthew... Mark Damon Espinosa is in that episode too. He is the bartender. He's the bartender, Jesse, wow. the bartender. Yes. But um, the, the way this whole engagement goes down is amazing. And this party, this 20-year anniversary party has got a lot of – we should do. We should cover that episode at some point because there's so many moving things happening in there. Okay. But, but uh, I want to ask you about the way – you know, Jim Walsh's mother. We were. Ta- I think we talked about that. I don't think we talked about it here before we came on. I think we were talking about that. But she gets all wrapped up into this engagement and whatnot. Do you guys remember sort of putting – Oh, this- absolutely. Absolutely. And particularly the part – when she keeps saying, I have an announcement to make, I have an announcement to make. It, my uncle Lou, who my daughter Lindsay's named after, turned, was having a 75th birthday at my parents' house up in Truesdale and Beverly Hills. And they were having, there was a party and a lot of tables out in this. And certain family members were there and certain weren't. And my mother, who was a g- really sweet woman and a gracious host, kept saying, Hello, everybody. We have an announcement to make. It's someone's <laughs> birthday. In this. And my older sister, could tell that Karen and I were were Gaga. We're not that dissimilar from Stuart and uh, Brenda, for God's sakes. And every time she'd say there's an announcement, my sister Barbara, my late sister Barbara, would just like just turn to us. Is it going to be about them? And we kept realizing this. And then my my brother-in-law Jerry would do the same thing, you know. And so um, I got inspired. So maybe about ninety minutes later, when we were together, uh, I asked her to marry me. So it, it did oh, happen. Wow. So that did come out of something. So the, that is the relation that I have. That's great. I got to tell you that 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 moment was another moment that was difficult. Uh, uh, again, it was with Howard Fine, and and I was, I was we were working on it. Um, uh, and when I get up on on the stage and announce the uh, engagement, um, and he says, "You're you're not capturing the size of the event." And I, he goes, let me break it down for you. You're interrupting this other thing <laughs> to say that you're getting married and you don't even know the the, the, the time span of your relationship. And he just he, he encapsulated everything and said, the size of the event is enormous, David. You have to really go for this. And, and that was a and it was a brilliant piece of writing. I mean, uh, uh, for me to uh, it was something to sink my teeth sink my teeth into you know? and you say you're 24 your, your character is 24 i was 24 when i met karen we was married by 25 but 24 was the age and she she wasn't 18 she was all of 20. <laughs> that hey, was you a, want to shout out molly campbell molly campbell that is very suspicious molly. they had a molly, <laughs> Hi, who was molly. Watching, yeah, watching along with us all right and then look look what happens Hello, somehow i thought tonight might be a good time to give you this Stuart. I know this may seem fast, but I want to marry you, Brenda. I don't know what to say. Brenda, (laughs) will you marry me? We've only known each other for two weeks. Will you marry me? <laughs> what the fuck? Why not? Yes. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I didn't, even re- I didn't even remember saying it twice, which was yeah. kind of cool that way. 
Yeah, yeah well, well, came across static. Make make the get the answer. Yeah. What do you remember about shooting some of that with Shannon? Uh, I remember that. No, we uh, at that point we were we were really good together on set and 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 in you know in between scenes and stuff and um, we didn't talk much at all about the the scene or the characters. Um, we just let it happen. And it was really good that way because it was fresh. It wasn't contrived. We weren't we weren't playing ideas. We were playing more uh, re reacting off one another, and and I, it was it was good because especially at that time I had a tendency to really want to lock it down in my head, you know, and and it it forced mm -hmm. me to just like go with it, you know. Right, Let's right. just do this. And and as I'm watching it, you know, even that analytical part of my brain is like, well. I, it's funny, but I'm thinking I could have said the second line differently, you know, <laughs> with more emphasis. And that's not right. It's it's good the way it is. It's it is really same cool. same delivery, and and it's just the same question, girl. You, do you want to marry? Me? Yeah. You know? you know what's amazing too is that you know because as the as we started spinning the the, the storyline, you think that you're going to become the we have to make you the bad guy and all are going to hate you all the, the friends, you know, but everyone can't hate you because you win them over. You're so genuine in, in a way. Uh, and mm -hmm. the, and, and even the Dylan thing, which we, you know, we put in a pretty good plot there where you Dylan knew you from the club days where you obviously were a rich right. kid who kind of went, you know, you know, over, overboard a little bit. And, uh, right. and, uh, but the fact you, you uh, cleaned up just like he did, so he really couldn't really fault you for that. I mean, everyone kind of uh, works in, and they like you. Well, also the fun part of this writing this particular episode was the ploy. You know, the 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 subtle, you know, psychological um, uh, suggestions that you know. Well, of course, you're going to be doing this, and you won't be doing creating the the culture of doubt in your head right. that the friends right. did. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a cool. It, it works pretty well, and we do get to go to a strip club, which. Well, I want to talk Everyone about that. Another thing that you guys do with this is um, there's the whole thing I saw in one of the episodes. I forget which one leading to this it was, but the whole prenup. Brenda has to sign. Oh, yeah, that's the one before, otherwise engaged. Otherwise engaged. Where mm -hmm. was who? How did we put this in there? This is this is right out of it, right, right out of yeah, Beverly, Beverly, Beverly Hills. What's the name Beverly of the Hills. show, Pete? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, Lee Marvin and Michelle Travola. Uh, that was all alimony. LA. You know the pre the the palimony stuff, and you had to get it locked down. And and today, I know you know a lot a, a few couples who who part of the loving marriages that they have is you know had a prenup in it because of the values of the state. So, you know, it, but I, I always think it brings kind of a, you know, a little bit, it, it, a damper, but it really doesn't because, you know, it, 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 it's not something you have to focus on. Um, right. It's good for an episode. It's good for an episode. Oh, it was great. And, yeah, and, and then she, and then she signs it. She that, finds which, it. You know, the, the love between them really seems real. And then yeah. the next episode, they're in Vegas. You know, they, well, actually, start. we have that whole thing too with the, the parents. Parents come to the Walsh house to discuss the wedding, which mm -hmm. is great. Great scene. Great Beverly Hills scene. And, and just uh, Cindy Walsh is, Carol Potter is wonderful as Cindy Walsh in this. Well, here's, totally getting bulldozed over. This isn't that, but this is um, the nerve of those people. <laughs> barging in here, railroading their overinflated plans down our throats, and then saying they want us involved in every decision. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. 
Carson's my biggest client. Couldn't exactly tell him we don't want him in our family. Will you tell me one thing? Why are they so eager to marry off their son? You know what I think? I think this is just an excuse for Vivian to throw another party. So, uh, how'd it go? Oh, they're all great. Jason, I think, directed this episode, yeah, right? He did. In Vegas. Yes, he did. David, do you remember uh getting David? I'm sorry, uh Jason as a director? Yeah, yeah, I do. I was uh, I was um I was I didn't know that was happening until you know the show uh, I was on this I got the script, but uh, yeah, it was uh it was interesting. I again I uh, I said to myself, you know, you should you should. I wanted to direct, and you should give that a shot. And I was, I was actually talking to uh, Spelling about the, about the, you know, uh, ghosting a, or shadowing a, a directors before I, before I left the last show with him. So, but anyway, yeah, I, Jason was great. He was good. I, I was watching him. You know, I was like, okay, this is a guy I know. He's an actor. He's directing now. Let's see how he handles it. And uh, it, it, he was—he he seemed confident, and he was. Um, well, this was only yeah. his second show mm-hmm. that he directed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles, we've talked about this a couple of times on Patreon and on the news last week, but you have a, a Tom Jones, uh, Jason Priestley story in case the people met missed that and those other places. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you know that that music mattered a lot to Jay in this. So the moment that we said you're going to do the eloping series is. I know how we're going to start it. You're going to have all the shots of, of Vegas, and it's going to be Tom Jones going, it's not unusual to be loved. <laughs> and, he kept, and he kept going like this, because it's Vegas, it's Vegas. And, and, and Luke and Jay had met Tom Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they hung out with him. And uh, I think, you know, talked about, you know, what it is to, to, to have, uh, to make the young girls go wild, or in Tom's case, the middle-aged women go wild and um <laughs> and so it was very important to jay to have that be the rhythm of it and um and he uh you know t- took charge of that and then the one other thing was is that he just this was written by um a terrific writer uh, producer that we had in your know, seasons four and five richard gollins and um, i think it was the second one he did larry and and richard was gay and so Richard wanted the music to be like um, Whitney going, and I will always love you. Always going on. And Jason kept going, please don't use that song, Chuck. Please don't buy that song. Don't let him do it. Don't let him have it. Aaron, do you have any questions here for David or about this episode? Anything you want to shout out and point out? Um, I really love the casting of Stuart's parents. And I love seeing... Um, Peter Mark Richmond, who I remember is uh, Christie's dad, Reverend Snow on Three's Company. What was he like to work with? I'm sorry. Oh, had a, oh, what was what was he like to work with? This what she asked. Oh, he he was. I I mean, I felt like I was. I I really felt like he was my dad when I was in those things. He was so good and so natural and so. Um, he had such an air about him. I mean, he was just like a. a uh, just a really, really connected guy, and and we he played that role, and there was no other way for me to 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 play it. I mean, in terms of he affected me with, with everything he did. When he put me down, when he said something, it was so good that it actually I felt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I 
I was like, I never even, it was, it was easy to be on set with, to be in a scene with him. I, I didn't even, I, I just came in with my guy and uh, my character. And, and it was, it was, I, I, I actually felt like he was my dad. I mean, I felt, mm-hmm. uh, I was just, I, I bought it. The moment I saw him, I was just in and it was easy. And that was him doing that. That wasn't me preparing the role. It was his way that he <laughs> came came at that character and the way he dealt with me. It was so decisive, so clear, so easy uh, that it seemed like it was real. And it had always been that way, you know. <laughs> and it made uh, it, it helped with everything that I had worked on. It made it, uh, you know, kind of gel, you know. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's some more here. Let's see. Surprise! Uh, how did you guys all know I was here? What do you think? Oh, you've got the biggest mouth. I just thought you'd want all your friends to see you cross the threshold. Mm, I've been thinking about you guys all day. Well, how bad it been? Have you done it yet? Done what, Kelly? Get married. Are we too late? Nope. Stuart and I decided to get married at the stroke of midnight. Isn't that romantic? Aww. Yeah, that's real cool. Let's go. <laughs> Dylan, I'm so glad you're here. Well, I got you thinking about it, Brandon. You're right. I have no right to tell you how to run your life. You're a smart young woman, and you'll do fine. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Nice stuff here. Um, the whole cast. You're in the mix of this now. What happened? Yeah. yeah what? What? What, uh, what do you think about the others, uh, Jenny and Tori, and and being around them? What was it like for you? Was that an intimidating process? Were they all pretty cool? We hear a whole bunch of different versions of this. Um, it was intimidating. Um, you know, I was older than them and I had just come from, you know, I, uh, I was in Florida. I went to you know university of South Florida and I went into business and different things. I was taking acting at night and doing some theater, but, um, I was, I think, uh, when I came on that show, 27, uh, at, oh no, at that time, maybe older or closer to th- 30. Uh, um, and, um, or, or 28, 29. But anyway, I was older than them. And I was from a different, I wasn't in Hollywood or acting or acting uh, for, you know, most of my life. So I had a different, um, uh, it wasn't intimidating. What intimidated me was the fact that I was in Hollywood and I was on a set in Hollywood. So it was kind of, and, and, the fact that it was them was it wasn't really them that intimidated me, but the fact that they had that the group that I was working with the whole group. I remember being a little bit, you know, uh, uh, ner- not nervous, but uh, you know, the anticipation of doing these scenes with the entire cast, and uh, I didn't really know them that well. Jenny was always very sweet to me. She talked. We talked a lot. Um, but I didn't talk to the other uh, cast members that much. Uh, I just didn't didn't have the ch- chance to really. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, but it was it. But I, I got to tell you that again led to the character. He was an outsider. Yeah. And uh, I was an outsider, and so it all just worked. You know, I just that that seemed like in retrospect. The, the the least contact I had, at least I tried to, you know, off 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 the set, uh, the better, because yeah. it was all it, my character on the show 
was kind of they had a lot of aspects of what I was going through with being in Hollywood, being Hollywood, with being on this show, and um, you know, it, I, I do remember thinking, you know, this I feel a little alone here, but that's cool, you know, yeah. I'm alone, and this is my character, and I'm alone, and it was, I, I was just constantly rolling it all together and seeing what you know what. How, how much deeper I could go with it. So yeah, yeah and it I'm curious. Even you were talking, David, about that feeling of being the intimidation. This Zach, did you ever have that coming onto a set with another group of actors? No, probably not our actors because you, you knew Brian. You yeah, knew Brian. But, yeah. Yeah, the, but any mm -hmm. other time in your career as an actor, obviously as a musician, you're 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 pretty. That's how you make a living. You're pretty confident that. But did that ever happen as a as an actor? To you being intimidated not. by being no, on, it, on, yeah, on the set, yeah, like, the set just, like that, or just again, did, did that? It, did Dave? I kept thinking to myself, is what David's saying right now? Does mm -hmm. that apply universally to actors, or you know, is it different personalities? And I, you know, knowing you, I just wondered if you'd ever, yeah, had I was, any of those feelings I, before. It's funny listening to David because I, I share a lot of the same experiences that you did. I studied with Howard Fine as well, and oh, didn't you? Yeah, so I was kind of fresh out of school. I was still studying while I was working. But I, I confess, I was intimidated at first. Even though I knew everybody, I was intimidated when I walked on the set of 902, because now it's real, mm -hmm. you know? And you right. see the peach pit, and here we are. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it, was a, it was a little scary, you know? Right. And then after I, and Brian, I had, luckily I worked mostly with Brian, and I had known Brian from the year before from, Heights, and so we were really good friends. So the second we shot our first scene, it and we shot it so fast, I just it all kind of went away, and I was and I, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, it can it can be it could definitely be intimidating. I remember being uh, jealous of the show. I remember thinking, I want to do a show about music. I want to be a rock and roll guy. It's so weird you say that because I was jealous of your show because you were all playing lawyers and <laughs> we're going, how do you talk? And I was like, they're so respectable and they're dressing nice. And Oh, that's so funny. One of the <laughs> other things that happens in this episode is this reverend who is just <laughs> outrageous. But I'm going to show oh, a clip of the great. reverend, but our friend Caitlin, you know, uh, who does impressions of things on the show, she sent me this. <laughs> In a world of alienation and poverty and war and misery, perhaps we most truly reveal our belief in the possibilities when we make the commitment to share our lives forever. It is not the decision entered into lightly, for marriage is not to gamble across a sunlit meadow. Oh no, it's a long and arduous journey through a dark forest fraught with unseen dangers. And sometimes disappointments. <laughs> it is the ultimate testament of man's refusal to accept despair. That's awesome. I love you know, it. I, I was thinking we should have had the characters actually hire the guy because it seems like it's intentional. You know, the guy's like totally, you know, you know, he's a buzzkill on the whole thing. It yeah. would have been we probably missed the one scene where they they find the worst minister in Las yeah. Vegas. <laughs> well, I don't know how that anywhere in my collection, but yes, it's just like it's just That's like funny. let's just let's let's go for the joke here. You know, what would be the That's most pure Jason, I think. Is that probably Jason? theoretically or, or or we we came up with it, but either way it's sure fun fun. I mean the dialogue it. had to be from you guys, right? So yeah, you, it was. Yeah, but well, I, yeah. Ultimately, the word could have been intentional, though. It just, yeah. you know, it's kind of random that the guys, 
playing into their hand. Uh, oh no! Then, oh, and that if we did, if we did the plot point, but yeah, I just yeah. think I just used to think the whole yeah. thing of eloping to Vegas. I just just I mean, I'm sure there are many couples that eloped in Vegas and have been together for the forty sure. or fifty years. But it just always seemed to me it's such a temporary relationship. It just didn't seem real. <laughs> well, you know? so that's just with a stripper. Um, yeah, right. Of course. Like my cousin. You don't want to scare me. You know, like Don Stroud. Right? I love Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good moment. All right, that's it. Stop the wedding. Stop the wedding. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> Brenda, we are not going to let you go through with this. We are stopping the wedding right here and right now. Too late, guys. It's already been stopped. Comedy take. Good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your oh, dignity. Keep your dignity. Yeah. I don't That's know, Chuck. Good. I think we did it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Yours was that great. was great, though. I mean, I have we, to see the uh, pre recorded Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get, get to, see, to see that because we were having our technical problems. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know. Obviously, they weren't going to get married. I mean, I didn't know that when I was watching the show, you know, but now I know that because I've seen it all, all these times, uh, right? But it was a sweets episode, needless to say. But yes, um, it was, a, it was a, uh, we, in doing the research, we found out it was a five um, episode sweep, which is very unusual for the month of November. So we really, we really rocked it with this, with this plot. And you could just, ratings. and it, we just, we didn't have to wait to the 12th episode to take charge. We, we were good by like, as soon as you really came on the scene. Did we meet Melrose? Yeah. Uh, and never yeah. looked, and never looked back. This, this was <laughs> number 10 of the season. Wow. This one was, yeah. So I think about, yeah, six, I think we hit it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have some questions here. Someone asks, Hey, David, uh, where do you, if, if say Stuart and Brenda did get hitched in Vegas, where do you think their characters would be today? And so, and she said she loves you on uh, Savannah. Oh, where do I think they would be today? I don't know. Now, somewhere deep in the valley, uh, nice <laughs> house. <laughs> well, where do you think Stuart is today? He's probably still living at home. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, the person that, that uh, Stuart uh, is based on, uh, w uh, the father went broke and he went in and out of rehab many times. <laughs> so, the joke's on Brenda, I think. Oh, there you go. Alicia wants to know if you're anything like Stuart, uh, or and is there any moment or scene that stuck out to you in, in shooting all of this? Um, yeah, uh, the I, I am like Stuart in some ways. I mean, you always bring quite a bit of yourself, I think, to every character. Um, uh, the the moment uh, uh, when I say, "What are you doing for the rest of your life?" That that moment and those words hit me were were very romantic to me and very, um, they weren't um, cheesy at all to David, to d me. Um, and, and, you know, that's how, and I felt in that moment, like, wow, you know, this is such a beautiful and big thing mm. to ask someone, to say to someone, you know, mm. to say it sincerely. And, and it was, it was, uh, it was cathartic in a way in terms of like I could by by really uh, being there for that for that um, 
question, not just the words, but the the act of of of, of saying, you know, I'm yours. Uh, do you want to be mine? And mine. Um, it was a really. Um, it, it, it was one of the more poignant moments in in that whole uh, arc. No, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy Chris asks another weird one. You know, Chuck. You know, Chris. Why did you make Brenda chicken salad with dark meat on the job site? She didn't seem to like it. Usually, white meat is better. Do you guys know what she's what he's talking yeah, about? Yeah, Chris, you're on. Dark meat is much better. And uh, show your face. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, the job site thing with the Murray though dressing you down—that's a really good scene. Like again, that just showed you know where that's he was in the true. in the Beverly And that was the humiliation that's that any of you have ever worked for. Yes. You know, I mean, the one time that. Uh, Aaron did that to me in season one. It, it was like, don't ever do this again. It, it's really hits you when that happens. And every young guy who gets humiliated, that it, it's not uncommon. And, and I don't think so. And, but I think, I think David that. played all of that. So he did. He just let it, he understood the other guy. And, and he, it, you know, that's what I mean. The character is so genuine. It was hard to like him. So Aaron eventually had to tell him, Try to be unlikable. We got to make a turn to heal. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. baby face to heal. Uh, Aaron, tough, you do know, you have baby. any other things for David or about this sequence of the, the storyline? Um, I know uh, last week there was talk of a young Dylan spinoff. And I just want to say, like, <laughs> I'd love to hear more about Dylan's history with Stuart, you know, when he was working at Eve's Apple. and <laughs> Charlotte, are you listening? Charlotte? <laughs> Charlotte, who pitched it? Yeah, the young Dylan. That's great. Yeah, that was so much fun, the story slam. Yeah, we're going to uh, get, get into that uh, soon. Uh, yeah. Hey, for Zach, this is, keeps coming up in the room here. Justina wants to know, and this is not the first time this has been asked, oh, if Zach Lord. could sing, please love his voice. Wow. <laughs> Right now, or, or I think so, Larry. I wanted you to announce it. You know your club situation in Vegas. Larry's going to go see it. We're going out of town, so can't. But oh, yeah. uh, you know, p pimp yourself now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually I I play uh, bass guitar in a show here called Queens of Rock at the Mosaic on the Strip, featuring an incredibly uh, talented uh, singer named Elizabeth Diega, and it's a tribute to all the women of rock history. Nice. And I'm in the band. Looking forward to it. And we uh, do it Dave, uh, Thursday through, through Monday. What are you doing now? You're doing some voiceover stuff you were talking about, right? Yeah, it's difficult for me to act here, um, but uh, I am involved with some people in the theater in Paris, and um, uh, I'm, but I'm doing the voiceovers. Yeah, for, for France TV, I work with them on documentaries. Like you know, they'll have something on Van Gogh or Vincent Van Gogh or whatever, and they'll have a, a French uh, journalist. Speaking about it, and I'll dub. I'll do his. His. I'll dub him in um, uh, English, and um, mm. and then I, I do uh, you know corporate stuff, and I also do some games. Uh, nice video game stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'll do characters for those games. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, that and um, I'm trying to. I'm working on some other stuff. Uh, I teach some some people how to give presentations and stuff. But uh, the point is that I can't. I have my son. Um, you know, two Wednesdays a month and two weekends a month and half of the holidays, which are frequent here. And uh, he lives three hours away. So I have to do trek to go mm -hmm. there for every weekend and every Wednesday just for the day. So my schedule is pretty, pretty rough in, in terms of logistics. And uh, so I can't really 
You know, I want to pursue some stuff in London or, or, or whatever, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, that real life just happens. Yeah. He's great. He's back on the singing. What I what does she want to hear? <laughs> right. Come on, Zach. Keep, keep I want to hear it. I want to hear. Well, give me, give me a suggestion. Somebody, uh, you know, like, uh, give me three steps from Leonard Skinner. <laughs> or something. Uh, I knew it was gonna be Leonard Skinner. One of, your, one of your favorite songs from the uh, that's one of the women sing in the that she sings in the show. I was oh, cutting I, a rug uh, at a place called the Mug. You know, acapella. Acapella. Get a good. Time. Oh my gosh! Really? Okay. <laughs> They want me to sing, honey. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little honey. something. Let me see, honey. Yeah. Okay. Um, they want to see you. The world is waiting for you. <laughs> okay. My 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 girlfriend is getting an acoustic guitar out. Excellent. All right. Great. Great. All right. Here we go. This is great. So I'm not promising you guys that. I wish she told me what to. She's watching it in the other room. She goes, "I'll get you your guitar." <laughs> <laughs> my assistant. Thanks. You're kind of cool. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh boy. Uh, oh, this is an intent. I just um <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. So we just did a I just did um a Crosby Stills and Nash song for something top secret, so You might get copyrighted. That's all right. Oh, yeah. We'll just We're do a couple of yeah. yeah. we'll, we'll, One we'll. morning, I woke up and I knew you were gone. A new day, a new way, and new I sing a song. Go your way, I'll go mine. Amazing, man. That was great. That's, that's, uh, yeah. I used, to, I used to blast that on the eight track, Zach. Oh, yeah. I used to yeah. sing along full blast. I could have sung with you on that one. Well, you, uh, made, you made Justina happen. Oh, Justina, my God. Yeah, cool oh, stuff. Thank you, Justina, She's important for suggesting it. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Great. Excellent. Very cool stuff. All right, this has been great. Wow. Listen, I just want to say, David, man, the, I can't say enough. And I said this to you before, but I can't under. I, Everybody wanted to talk to you because of what you did all those years ago. This character that you created, Stuart, um, it's just amazing work, man. And we just, we all love you here. And I, I always try to speak for all the fans, but I know that they just continued asking about you and uh, having you come on here because they just absolutely adore your work. And you mm -hmm. brought something really, really special too. Uh, 90210 in a time where an important part of the show. I mean, it was, we were really all grateful to it. Looking at it now, you know, we just didn't. Uh, you know, we really you know, your, we should have been more like Aaron. Hey, lover, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> save me, you saved me, man. Because uh, yeah, that arc, uh, once we were back on top, I, I had smooth sailing until for the next uh, year and a half. So wow, we, even... we might come your way though in fall of 2022 when we do 90210 yeah. con. Paris. <laughs> when yeah. we do a 90210 No, I, I have to say thank you to you guys for 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 for, for what you wrote produced all the ideas and that's really uh something i'm really grateful for and to pete and, and for inviting me on the show and uh so uh, and anytime you you know you want to do yeah. it again i'm here so. 
Okay, okay. That's cool. Because well, there David. are other episodes we haven't talked about. Yeah, see right. you. Great seeing you, David. Great seeing you. All right, guys. This Thank is you, Zach. Great. We Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Take care, Zach. See you tomorrow. See you, Aaron. And as always. Yes, I got to see Aaron in person a couple of weeks ago. That yeah, was a lot so of fun. Yeah, we hung out. We had oh, a blast. Cool. Nice. All right, guys. This has been great. Uh, we will see you next time. Thank Thanks. you, again, David. Bye-bye. Thank you, Zach. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. See you.